Hello, 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 my friend. Welcome back to my brand new podcast. I've been really psyched all day to record this episode. And I've actually been psyched since yesterday, but I haven't been home alone. So I've just kind of felt like I want the space to sit down in my cupboard to actually get this thing done. I want to have full creative freedom and I do get a bit, what's it called? I get a bit shy if people are around and listening to what I'm doing. So here I am all by myself. I have just over an hour until I need to head out for a doctor's appointment, oh, which is to do with my, I've never had such a bad back, so this is good. I'm currently sitting in my cupboard under the stairs. Not necessarily the most ergonomic option, but this is what we're flowing with. And yeah, today we're going to go through. We've got our three sections that for now are going to be part of this podcast. First one's going to be catch up. I'm going to tell you how I'm doing, what's been going on in my life recently since I, well, actually, yeah, yeah, since kind of last time, but it's only a fresh thing. So bear with me. Secondly, I'm going to share with you a seven day healthy body challenge, a seven day challenge that you can use at any time in your life. If you're feeling a bit unhealthy, I've made this for my clients, my private clients and shared it in our private WhatsApp group. But I thought it's a really, really good basis for just trying to get your shit together, really. So feel free to use it. I will put a link in the show notes and I don't really know how the show notes work but I'm sure you're going to find this because I'll do my best to include it in there and then in section number three for the first time excitingly we're going to go through your questions I'm so excited if you've got any questions let's mention it already send them to hello at erikahelsinki.com and I shall consider answering them in this podcast so I'm very, very psyched that it's finally becoming like an interactive thing, which is the whole point, really. It's, it's for me to feel like there's a deeper meaning in these human connections in this world. And also, I hope that you will feel like, you know, I can be I can be a friend to you and you can be a friend to me and we can collaborate. We can do stuff together, even if it's virtually on the Internet. I feel like this is this is really going to work. And just before I started recording this, well, actually, just before I went to see my previous client, I sat down and realized that I can create a thing online, which I'll also share a link to in the show notes, where whatever questions I answer in section three, you can also provide your answers to the same questions. But more about that later on. Let's move on with the gossip, the chat, the catch-up of what's been going on. I, hmm, oh, I mentioned in episode one that I was going to go on this gig with Laura, who invited me to go with her, and it was a band called Novo Amor, or Novo Amor, N-O-V-O space A-M-E, sorry, M-A-M-O-R, and I'd never heard a single song before and it was the most unbelievable gig I've ever been to, I think. I would say, okay, in its category, in its category. My favourite gig ever was probably Jamie Cullum 
yeah, I've seen him twice live and he's unbelievable. But this band, the gig was sold out. So it was a place, it was in a place called Wyland Brewery, which is in Newcastle. It's a beautiful venue. There's a lake outside or pond or whatever you want to call it with swans in it and beautiful lighting. And during the gig, the the audience was completely captivated by by the band and I've never experienced anything like that. It was it was it was unbelievable. They were singing and during the songs, if there was a pause in the song, you could hear a pin drop. There was just everyone's fully concentrated and this really was emphasized when I went to the toilet. I had to go to the toilet in the middle of the gig. And after coming out, I went to get me and my friend a drink from the bar, which was in the same space as the gig was playing. And when I went to the bar, I actually placed my order whispering. I was like, can I just have a pint of that? A pint of that, please. And then they whispered back. And I was like, why are we whispering? They're just like, we can't, we can't ruin the, the vibe. And it was so touchable and so electric. Oh my God, I need to go and see more live gigs because it was just a real, real experience. Just, just that I think I'll remember for the rest of my life. It was unbelievable. And as the songs ended, everyone was cheering, clapping, woohoo, hey, and unbelievable, unbelievable. That was like, thank you so much, Laura, for taking me and... This goes to show as well that I knew nothing about the band. I knew that they're like a really mellow band. And if you just vibe with whatever is in front of you, it can become one of the most meaningful experiences of your life. We need to start to live in the moment more um, because this life is so fast moving. And if you bloody blink, you'll miss what's just happened. Secondly, I had an MRI scan finally for my knee. I injured my well my knee got injured in gymnastics training on the 11th of January 2023 and it's now 5th of May so I landed onto a straight leg from a height with my leg at an angle and I just felt a crunch and it felt really strange because there was no real pain and after a while of sitting down, I stood up and I was able to walk, but I just said it feels really weird. And I continued training while I, I just said I'm going to focus on doing handstands and stuff with my arms for the rest of the session. But then I was spotting my friend who was wanting to do some stuff on the floor where basically I was holding his leg. And my knee just completely gave way. It, my knee just completely just went and it was really odd again there was no pain but I was on the floor so then I went for an x-ray the next morning and I went for another x-ray when my knee again just went ridiculously horribly as I was crossing the road basically whenever there's muscle tension on the leg it's fine when there's not when I'm not thinking about it that's when shit goes down and I finally got referred to the the you know to a physio and to go and get an MRI scan which I had on Saturday I can't I've had one MRI scan before for my hip 
and that was from like a climbing injury and it was because I kind of remember that it was going to be this meditative experience that it was it was unbelievable oh, I loved it so much I was just thinking afterwards I really want this kind of an experience at home so basically I went in I put a gown on like a hospital gown which I have a weird thing for I just think they're quite cool and I got to choose the song the music that was playing and I chose Beethoven I just straight away said I saw modern bands like Christina Aguilera and the modern bands like the Queen um, lots of different things and I just said is there any classical so I don't want lyrics I want to, to be here to meditate and then they just yeah it's at the flip side of the paper and saw Beethoven there was Tchaikovsky and all sorts but I chose Beethoven and it was the beautiful the most perfect choice as I went into the machine this time actually my my head wasn't in so it wasn't as claustrophobic as it can be if you're fully inside this tube that swallows you that you have to stay completely still in they just say if you move at all they're going to have to restart and then it's going to take longer and longer so if I'm super still it's only going to take 20-25 minutes to complete which it did and there I was with headphones on the machine's really loud and the vibrations is unbelievable the noise is like first it's completely quiet then it goes Sorry for that experience. I'm sure that was really enjoyable. Um, but you can also feel the vibrations. And I just I just went in to clear my mind. And I pretty I, it was unbelievable. I I have this ability that I've kind of practiced, and you can't force it on. But especially over lockdown, I learned to do this thing where when I'm going to bed. I can learn to do these visualizations. I'm, it doesn't feel like I'm doing them. I'm just accepting whatever comes. And when I describe these to my friends, and I am fully, I'm fully aware, and this has been going on ever since I was, I don't know, a teenager. I feel like my brain is like, when people talk about taking mushrooms or psychedelics and stuff, I feel like my, I know exactly what they're talking about. And it's really strange because I've never done that stuff. I just feel like I don't need the drugs and my head can take me there. So in this meditation, I was towards the end of it. I was starting to see these faces pop up and they come from, you know, right and left and just all the directions from up and down. And normally it's faces, it's not necessarily human faces, but this time it was dolls faces and it was precisely Blythe dolls. They're like custom dolls. And what I've got a friend called Tina, who is a very talented Finnish Blythe doll customizer or whatever you'd call her. And they sell for a lot of money. And it was so odd. It wasn't scary. With my visualizations, the faces that, again, can be not animal, not human, just something. If I've had a really good day, they're mostly positive. But it's not. You can't necessarily put a word down for that emotion if I've had a worse day then they could be quite scary quite intimidating intimidating and then I just relax and know that I'm safe and accept everything that comes so I just really enjoyed the MRI scan and when it finished I just said I, I wish that just went on I want to stay in there it kind of felt like it only lasted for a couple of minutes and I nearly fell asleep at one point because it just went from silent to this 
I just jumped a little bit. But apart from that, unbelievable. I love that stuff like that. It's like, it's the stuff that isn't natural. We're not meant to be born into this world and experience these highly technical things that we don't even understand how they work. I was trying to ask the, the girls, the ladies in the place, how, you know, doing the whole MRI thing, how this thing works, what makes the vibrations, what makes the sounds so different. And they were like, well, a physicist tried to explain to us and I didn't really understand. So we need to go away. And if somebody can tell me what happens in an MRI scan precisely, oh, I'd love to hear the most detailed explanation. I would love to vibe on that. Okay, let's get into the... I already got the results from the MRI scan. I said it could could take two weeks. And I got them yesterday, um, which was Thursday. So less than a week after my appointment. And turns out that I have... Let me just read. Ruptured my ACL, which is anterior cruciate ligament behind my patella, behind my kneecap, and also torn my meniscus. So, the the to begin with, my physio was threatening or just saying, don't be surprised if a doctor, if the doctor that you're going to speak to recommends a knee reconstruction operation. Another doctor, a GP, said that with good luck, it's only meniscal damage and they could just do keyhole surgery so I basically got pretty much the worst news that I could have uh, expected I broke down into tears and that was a really hard bite for me to swallow actually because I had thought about it and I had processed it and I had thought about the potential that that's going to be the result but when, it, when somebody really says it to you, fuck my life. Just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm too young, but shit happens. I'm kind of proud that at least it came from a sporting injury and it didn't come from doing nothing. And it just is part of life and I'm going to have to deal with it. But if I have to undergo this full knee reconstruction, then... The really annoying thing is that it has to be redone every, I think they said 10 to 15 years, which means that, well, every time it's going to be a more complicated uh, procedure, which also increases the risks and the results probably very likely going to be worse every time. So you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on doing a fuck ton of uh, handstands and upper body training, the stuff that I can still do because I'm not giving up and yeah, that's it, it's fine, whatever comes. But then my friend who I went to, oh, went to a pizza competition on Saturday with another friend who's a doctor um, and he was saying the cues for a knee replacement can be up to four years. That's quite a long time. If I have to wait for four years and the recovery, they said to me between six and nine months recovery because I'm fit, young and healthy. Thank you very much. But it's up to two years officially. So just thinking, imagine if it's going to be six years from now when I finally get to resume my normal activities, which are with a fake knee and then I'm never going to be, oh, I don't want to go there. I'm not, I've already 
cried about this. I'm not going to do it today. But that's the jolly news. Pizza competition. That was great, actually. Um, and <laughs> what was funny about the that day, actually, this this was at the same venue as the gig was at Wyland Brewery in Newcastle. And me and my friend were just, <laughs> we like to, to practice handstands. And I kind of, I'm very averse to... I, I don't really like attention. I like private attention. I like one-on-one -on -one attention, but I don't like to show off or to be in the middle of a crowd. I don't want people to look at me. I'd rather disappear into the sidelines and just observe rather than be observed. But we just, he had this urge and so do I to just do a bit of handstand training so we ended up just being in this pizza competition we ended up queuing lots and then we were just doing handstands up against the wall one of the walls and that's just the way I party I think I've been saying I've said before that my house parties when I lived on Westgate Road in Newcastle which is like on this hill it's like I think it's the most uh, there's the most nationalities out of any other road in England or something like that and we had a house party and these new cream carpets. And I just said, if anyone spills a drink, that's 20 burpees and cleaning the carpet straight away. So people ended up doing a lot of uh, burpees at my house party, which is great. And I just love to do little fitness challenges anyway at my summer barbecues and stuff. It's just, there's nothing better. Oh my God. And just getting people to move, inspiring people to try new things people we are human animals we were made to move so let's move let's party together which means moving let's see i wrote down some some things that oh yes yesterday after the news we were late for our bus after the mri scan news i'm looking after my friend's house at the moment who moved to malaysia and that's really fun. I took my kids across to an entirely new, our secondary house. Um, so we water the flowers and do all sorts of stuff around the house. Look after the ventilation and um, empty the bins out and stuff. And it's just really quite exciting to have another place to go to that is just, it's like an Airbnb. And it's just my friend's house. Because she's going to be away for a few years. So I think that's just amazing. And I'm really looking forward to it. There's a, like a coffee slash beer shop. And apparently like a really cool pizza place nearby. So I'm looking forward to going and staying there. It's actually quite close to my gymnastics practice place. So next time I get to go with my broken knee, I'll just do some, some upper body stuff and rolling on the floor and stuff like that and just stay there overnight and have a great time. Go to, oh, go and eat pizza with some, with some lovely locally brewed IPA or something. Also went to the sea. I think the water temperature was something like seven degrees. Went to the sea on Sunday and that was really fun. And it was my second time in the winter time. It was fucking mental. After we went for a donut and a coffee, it was pissing it down with rain. 
and we were casually, it was four of us, sitting outside this coffee shop. Sorry about that, I need to sort this shit out, I need to keep touching my laptop, because it's done the same thing as it does did before, so it just, I didn't touch it, so it went to sleep, and then it just cut off the thing. So, I was just going to say about the coffee and the donuts, outside the coffee shop, in the pissing rain, we're wearing waterproofs-ish, and the water was just landing on the coffee, and all we could see all the drops just splashing about, and there we were just happily talking for about, I don't know, 45 minutes or something. Drinking rainy coffee and life is just, life is good. I've also been in my ice bath pretty much every day. I'd say on average every day for the past week or two. Went twice the other day and didn't go in once yesterday because I was bloody devastated about the news. And also had a Finnish May Day party. May Day gets, it's in Finnish, it's called Vappu. It gets widely, widely celebrated in Finland as like a, I think it's kind of like a working class celebration but basically everyone gets absolutely hammered not something I recommend but we had a great party it was actually more than way more than 20 people turned up which is amazing Finnish people and friends of Finnish people and partners of Finnish people and there's quite a few of us in in Newcastle so that's really cool now I'd like to move on to section two and section two is going to be something that I share with you that has benefited my clients or my friends or just something that I feel like I could contribute to the world and it would be a shame to just keep it within all closed doors and not share it with more people so I think this is really this can really 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 help you if you've got if you're feeling a bit sluggish and a bit shit then do this seven day challenge that I created because it really can make a huge impact to your well-being and that's it really the feedback from my clients has been very good uh it's it's just based on all the proper science all the all the all the everything that makes life worth living so it covers nutrition movement and habits I'm just going to really sort of give you an overview it's got a shopping list on it and then some notes about the whole thing. I'm going to share the link to this in the show notes. So just go and click on that. You can freely access the thing, save it onto your own device and then do it whenever you feel a bit like you feel like you need a bit of a health boost. I just called it a healthy body challenge because it's a seven day challenge that's going to make you feel bloody better and make your body healthier essentially nutrition nutrition wise you would eat foods that come from natural sources unprocessed anything at all uh, let's have a look at the shopping list so we've got um our water and other calorie free drinks fresh vegetables fruit and berries uh, rice oats pasta potatoes brown bread Pulses, which is any beans, lentils, peas, uh, fresh meat, fresh poultry, seafood, unprocessed. Um, also whey protein, which obviously it, it is processed. But if you struggle to hit your protein goal, then that could be very beneficial. You've got nuts and seeds, butter, extra virgin olive oil. And then if things are color coded. So there's a better explanation as to how much of everything to have. It's not the whole point is that I didn't want to make it too complicated. 
I want you to just read through it once and sort of, you know, you'll get the vibe of it and then you can go away and do it for a week. Guarantee you'll feel so much better. Movement wise, even if you don't do the, the nutrition side of it, Basically, every day for seven days, you'll do 100, uh, 100 repetitions of one exercise per day. Day one is squats. Day two is lying back extensions. Day three is push-ups. Day four is sit-ups. Day five is lunges. Day six is swimmers or sort of lying back extension-y type of things, uh, including a bit more lat work. And the day seven is dips. And the whole point is that you work every single part of your body so that you, you don't you don't want to just be doing chest work and ignore ignore your back because that'll result in a worse posture. And you don't want to be neglecting your legs because it's uncomfortable. Yes, we know everyone skips leg, leg day. No, actually, no. Everyone cool doesn't skip leg day. So... 100 reps a day, it's easy enough to be done very quickly. When I say squats, there's also links to videos where I show you what to do if you don't understand what the exercise means and different variations to the exercises. You can use weights. You don't need to use weights. You can just do them at home. The whole point is you don't need any equipment and just do this stuff. Do it because it just it, it's like well, well done day. It's like night and day, the difference that it can make. To your life in only a week with habits as we discussed in episode one with your essentials for a good life number one is sleep at least 7.5 hours a night uh, then we've got stuff about mindful eating and supplement recommendations and getting outside every day i've also included my favorite uh, 10 minute or under healthy meals which i think nowadays people struggle to find many people struggle to find enough time to actually cook from scratch and I understand that work you know working takes a lot of time for many people and then some people just don't enjoy cooking so this is this is just stuff that you can throw together in hardly any time and that's that um do I need to say anything else do that do the 100 reps a day focus on eating all you need to do is go and click on the link in the description or whatever show notes and you will find my seven day healthy body plan also please if you find this useful just just share it with a friend and that'd be really cool um what next section three section three excellent let's check that we're still recording way 27 minutes in rock and roll mm, okay let's find the thing see i'm gonna i'm just doing a one take for every podcast because otherwise i'll never release it so bear with me while I shuffle through my things, the pages I've got open. Knee arthros, arthroscopy and stuff. Right, where's the, where's the, there's the seven day challenge. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thought I found it. Let me pause this and get back to you in just a second. Okay, I found it as soon as I stopped the recording, of course. So I do need to pee a little bit as well. But, well, I'm not going to stop. Let's just do it all in one go. And then, then it's all done. Thank you very much, my friend, for some of these questions. 
if you do want to submit submit your own questions, please do send them to hello at erikahousinki.com. Erika is with a K. And I would love to just just have any questions. They can be they can be anything. Let's just go with that. They can be anything. You'll get a vibe as to what kind of questions I like maybe with um as 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 and when we go on with this show. But the really cool thing now, we're gonna go through two questions. And after having gone through them, again, you can submit your own answers to these questions via a link that I'll provide. And I reckon this is going to be, so on, on the same page, I'm going to keep posting the questions that I've answered on this show. And this will essentially accumulate a large, huge database, hopefully in the in the future, of different kinds of answers. Try and keep your answers like, you know, not too many words. Try and keep them brief so I've got time to read them all. Uh, first, okay, the first question that I felt inclined to answer is what, when are you at your happiest? That's a really lovely question because it really makes you think about obviously when you're happy and what happiness is. So for me, happiness is a funny word. I don't feel like you can ever reach a happy life. I think you can reach a good enough life. This is actually, let me see. Um, I'm just showing the YouTube thing. This is supposed to say the good enough life. So I'm holding a sticker, Velcro sticker thing. Because I was going to initially call this podcast The Good Life. And then I just Googled it. And there's so many podcasts called that. That I decided against it. And then I thought I don't want there to be any expectation. So let's just focus on friendship. However. When am I at my happiest? So happy. The way I understand happy is. Not elated. Not giggling. But just content. Where I feel at peace with what's going on. And I want to really, really focus on that moment. And I can feel deep joy within. It doesn't even need to radiate from my face. But it's something that is felt just through appreciating that moment in time. So let me, I made a few notes. Let me see what I've written down. Being nice to people. Okay. This is something that I've really, really, really found or learned over the years is that the nicer you are to people, the nicer people will be to you. And it really is like if you're a dick, then people will be dicks to you. It's always a spiral. If it's a negative spiral, it goes down, down, down. If it's a positive spiral, it goes up, up, up. So being, being whatever, being good, being nice to people. It's like being kind, smiling at somebody, not responding out of emotion. And it's just one of the most beautiful things because there is such a thing as good karma. 
when you just go out of your way if you're having a bad day it doesn't mean that you have to pay that forward that's your problem that's a you problem that's not anyone else's problem if I'm having a bad day it is my responsibility to deal with that anger that negativity myself and the worst thing I can do with that is to try and spread that negativity because it doesn't lead to any good if you haven't watched I'm not sure if I'd recommend it because I don't really watch much at all but I did watch this show on Netflix called Beef which is about having beef and in a way I'm kind of glad I watched it but it's so full of negativity and it very well depicts how being a cunt will make others be a cunt towards you so let's just make it the opposite and be nice to people that makes me happy because it genuinely you can see the positive impact you can have on the world when you just go out of your way to be nice give out give someone a helping hand do anything you can to and this is the thing people think oh erica you're so positive like no not necessarily i might be really sad about something i might be really struggling with some emotions but again I'm not pretending to be happy when I meet someone maybe I just think that oh god I haven't seen this person for a while and that does give me a moment of happiness even if I'm feeling sad you can be grateful for everything that you've got what what else did I write down sitting in silence yes okay so sort of meditation I reckon I'll definitely do an episode or like part of an episode about how to meditate because it really isn't it it isn't hard like lots of people think you don't have to put a lot of time aside it's not yeah it's it's straightforward very straightforward sitting in silence makes me deeply happy because it's really uncomfortable the same goes with the same goes to having an ice bath it's very important to experience hard things because the model modern life provides so much it's just so easy that we have to come up with problems and meditation or just sitting in silence is very rewarding especially if you just focus on observing your thoughts and feelings and really trying to reflect where they stem from sometimes you really you know you, you really can think about the root cause of your your thoughts and feelings and it really helps you understand yourself better so i think that's a really really big sort of root of happiness to really sit on on who you are and what you're going through exercising with friends okay definitely makes me happy oh my god in a, just being in a group of people it doesn't even need to be that you like those people necessarily like every single one of them but just that kind of aspect of community which is so lacking these days connection it doesn't need to be anything any anything verbal necessarily it doesn't need to be having a conversation it's just togetherness which again in this world with so much social media and disconnection we need more of spending time with people and then i just wanted to 
say exercise abuse first of all exercise is amazing but exercise it becomes so much easier when you do it and most other people sometimes i go inline skating and i just don't feel like chatting and it's such an acceptor like people accept me and people accept anyone who's there in whatever state you're at and that's lovely it's very peaceful and i think peaceful is very synonymous with happy being in nature or oh, this is a top top thing i've grown up in i grew up in finland and there's a lot of nature around even if you live in a big city you can easily find a park or a forest or whatever a stream and just smelling fresh air and hearing birds sing is so relaxing and i do know in this day and age again some people would find that really hard to accept that now you just need to be where it's exactly behind that wall of hard where the reward lies so try really hard to get out into the nature oh my dream i've still never been to kielder i've been to kielder but I haven't been to the star, is it called? It's like an observatory for gazing the stars. And I'd really love to go. And when the, I need to mark down actually when the next meteor shower is. Because I want to get outside and just see a few shooting stars. It makes you feel so small. And it's just the most beautiful thing to realise how none of this really matters. And that is so beautiful. People are so absorbed within their, their own selves and thinking that oh gosh overthinking all of their actions and oh i did this thing oh gosh what are they thinking of me now guess what nobody gives a shit which is why i'm doing this podcast because i used to be very scared i used to feel very protective over my thoughts and my feelings and oh i can't possibly project them onto the world because i don't matter that's exactly why you do it anyway darling swen friend sweetheart let's move on watching my children play and develop yeah this is this is close to the meaning of my life observing little children that i've created two of just when they play it's the innocence it's the when <laughs> my friend Lena got in the ice bath the other day it's brilliant because the water was fresh just refilled it cleaned it and refilled it and it was quite sort of all the way to the top and when she went in a lot of the water flows out and then I think one of my children asked why is the water come out of that and then the other one said because you're so big and obviously it's just, it's, we just giggled and it was so, she's not big, she's not a big woman. And it was just, it's just lovely. Imagine if children's, the way children are so direct and straightforward and, and, and innocent. They say what they think and the children's reactions are just to hear and not really react in the way that us adults do often. It's so beautiful. And obviously, just to try and, I really try and make an imprint in my memory every day of my children when I get to spend time with them, is I just want to look at them. I want to admire their beauty of how, how is it possible that I've created such 
unbelievably perfect creatures that know how to learn a language without having no preconcept of language. Obviously, they do in their genetics and stuff, but life is just unbelievable. And let's uh, let's chill out now. Next one, listening to a po- oh, listening to a podcast. I feel like lockdown was really a turning point in my life because I found finally found a few podcasts where that made me feel really not alone I feel like I've had a very deep sense of existential loneliness pretty much always and I feel like it was I have had these glimpses of friendships and stuff and and communications and interesting interactions with people before where I have felt like it's just really good but over lockdown to be able to listen to somebody who's so like-minded talk for hours and hours oh my god I've even got to meet at least sort of one person from a podcast and I I just I stopped him and just said you don't know me yet but you've been a very good friend to me over lockdown and I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for given me that sense of belonging and so finding podcasts that you really resonate with that you'll enjoy listening to is is just something that's unbelievable you can hear people talk about topics that you're interested in and just just hearing people's thoughts and what I find very rewarding again which is not appreciated I feel enough in this life is that People are so quick to reject opposing thoughts. As in, if somebody has a different opinion to mine, that's not a bad thing. That is supposed to make me think about, oh, okay, why do they have that point of view? Why do I have this point of view? Because the fact is that if I'd lived their life exactly how they've lived it, if I had their genetics and their environment environment i would have exactly oh shit <laughs> siri freaked <it. laughs> i proper jumped <laughs> siri needs to stop listening to me uh that was my watch um oh what was i saying was i talking about different opinions it's yeah 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 if if you were them you would hold exactly the same worldview and that is such a radical concept to really deeply internalize you would always think oh no i would never be on hitler's side yes you would if you were in that situation that is a fact you can't understand every single situation you can't understand how they perceive it and that's the challenge that's the beauty that's the kind of wow somebody who i used to be so aggressively atheist after having been christian for 18 years and nowadays i'm like you know what We're all part of the same human race. We're all living on this planet. And I'll just need to... My mum really taught me to not reject anyone based on their opinions or how they look. And I feel like that's one of the best lessons my mum ever gave me. And I'm not sure if she directly taught me it, but it was the way she behaved and talked to me about people. It's like, you know, they've got a disability that doesn't make them inferior to us. And my God, I wish I can teach that same stuff to my children. 
unbelievable. Eating good food. Oh, I had to mention food. What makes me happy? Uh, what? No. What? When are you at your happiest? When I eat good food. Okay. Good food. In peace. Not too much noise. Maybe with another person. Actually, at that moment in time, the other person doesn't really matter because if I can indulge in something so tasty, I'm there. I'm fully there. And food is just oh my. God, use the spices and herbs and everything, just food. I love food, good food so much. I love cooking, so don't get me started on food. Food makes me very happy if it's good food. Or if somebody's cooked for me, even better. Oh my God, that's why I like eating out. Okay, cuddling, last one, cuddling that I wrote down. These are just like the quickest like thoughts that I wrote down on what makes me happiest cuddling i love cuddling cuddling is one of the best things i i hug pretty much all of my friends when i meet them uh because it truly it it, it creates this surge of oxytocin which is like this bonding drug um that i don't see the point in doing anything else and when I rarely have the chance to have someone special in my life and have an actual cuddle with them. Obviously, I've got the kids. They are very special, the most special. But an adult cuddle, that's just beautiful. It's so, it's so beautiful. It's so warm and embracing. And cuddling, cuddling makes me very happy. The second and final question from a friend, thank you very much, is... How do you deal with loneliness? Okay, I touched on this one before, actually. Let me just quickly write down on what time we're on. 45, because I'm thinking... Okay. Loneliness. Like I said, I've kind of always felt this existential loneliness. And I think it stems from being an only child never having siblings to grow up with, never really as a young person having friends that were super close. I feel like I ha had friends who were passing. Um, I could call them a best friend at the time, but I feel like when those friendships didn't last for that long, then they're just not... They were special, but it just creates this void on understand just just I am here alone and no matter how close somebody is to me or how whatever the unfortunate fact is sorry I'm going to take my knee brace off because suffocating my leg we all again um <laughs> this doesn't sound very happy like jolly but it is meant to be that we all die alone no matter how many people you've got surrounding you or if you've been in a 70-year-old marriage, it doesn't matter. At the time we take our last breath, even if somebody's holding your hand, you die alone. Okay, okay. maybe, well, yeah, no, you still die alone even if you're in a horrific accident where like, lots of people die together. Why does my brain go here? Can I, can, 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 do, do I need a therapist for this? Because I have these catastrophizing thoughts, but I feel like they prepare me for, you know, then I can just be really happy in the moment. But I, I kind of never felt like I fit in to my environment, environment. And say so when I changed 
schools when I was nine on third grade in Finland. I did I did become part of this friends group, but those people were already friends with each other. And so I entered it. And so nobody was ever my best friend. And I kind of spent a lot of time calling these people on the landlines. And we spoke a lot on the phone, which is really nice. I, there was connection. But it wasn't until I became a teenager and I started going to the library because everyone was on summer vacations, which we didn't have money for. They were abroad. They were in their summer cabins. We didn't have one. And so I just spent a lot of the time maybe sitting in the library and reading books on Taoism or just just different religions or uh, just just philosophies and stuff like that. When I realized that the, I, I've never been able to talk to anyone about these. And it was sometimes school when we started started studying world religions, when I realized that, wow, the world is a big place with lots of different ideologies and Right now, I, I don't mind, I've got, I really, really value different kinds of friendships. Some friendships are purely, you know, just based on doing sports together or going for a coffee and having a chit chat. No friendship is more valuable than other, than another. But these are, these are the kinds of conversations that I really crave. So how do I deal with loneliness? Um, I, first of all, it's very important to learn to be alone, to, to be by yourself. So medi meditation comes in here. Again, we'll go and in, go into that in another episode. And what I wrote down as well is work on confidence slash action, approach people you vibe with. Not Yeah. Okay. So basically you can't expect for other people to connect with you. If you're feeling lonely and say I've experienced true loneliness when I've been amongst a group, big group of people, I can feel super lonely. Being alone doesn't mean you're lonely. Being alone can actually be a very wholesome experience. Loneliness is when you don't connect. And that's that's actually one of the saddest things I can think of is when I spent um, a special holiday with a group of people that there was nobody there for me. There was nobody for me to talk to. And I was so lonely. I was I was so heartbreakingly lonely. I don't wish that on anyone, anyone else. Um, and so then, yeah, how I deal with it, I, I've tried to make new connections, new friendships. I have started new activities. I try things, I go do things. If there is a chance, say you bump into somebody or you're playing, you're bowling and you're bow, bow, bowling ball, I don't know, accidentally went and goes to somebody else's lane or something, just you can create a bit of chit chats. And I've made some good friends, literally just saying, oh my God, you've got an amazingly cute dog. You seem like cool people. And then they're like, oh yeah, you too. Should we go for a pint together? Yes, let's. And start of a beautiful rela uh, relationship, friendship, unbelievable. So just you have to, but also I do appreciate that that takes a bit of confidence. But then again, you can't really build your confidence unless you put yourself out there and try new things, little bits at a time. Nothing to, don't tr start to pretend to be something that you're not or, you know, put on a persona. You can just maybe pay someone a little tiny, tiny compliment that 
can go a long way and that builds your confidence when you're like okay they didn't turn me down that's fine uh try new things meditate uh this podcast okay my final note was this podcast how do i do with all in this podcast that is the that is the deepest meaning for me creating this podcast is now that we are creating a an interactive component we are no longer alone we have become friends thank you for being my friend and welcome to the family very much love this shit so show notes show's coming to an end very soon go and check out the two links what were they <laughs> One's definitely where you get your chance to answer these questions. So when are you at your happiest and how do you deal with loneliness? If you've got thoughts on either of these, you don't need to answer both of them. Just one. I would love to hear your thoughts. So like I said, please try and maybe keep keep it a bit brief. Don't go absolutely insane because I won't have any amount of time in my life. But I can't wait to hear your thoughts so click on that link and then if you've got any questions for future episodes please send them to hello at erigahelsinki.com and you can see how my name is spelled in the in the show he's holdish and other than that i would really appreciate it very deeply if you were to subscribe to this podcast which i intend on doing for the foreseeable it gives me so much energy it really excites me and I just I'm so full of joy when I even think about this and just answering questions I love questions I love curiosity I love answering questions and I like asking questions so subscribe if you want to be part of the family that'd be amazing let's make it a good one and finally if there's anything that you enjoyed about this episode please share it with one friend you can also, I think I tend to listen to my my, my podcasts on Spotify. You can share it from a specific location. So if you're listening, if you're hearing something in the podcast, you don't need to share just the whole episode and say, go to 23 minutes, something seconds. You can just send from this moment in time, whatever. You can just do that thing and then it shares it from that. So you can just say, Ooh, listen to one minute of this because I think sometimes it's really difficult to start listening to something new when you don't have the full hour to listen to it so or however long it lasts and that is my final request for today this this feels so wholesome I'm I'm, I'm just trying to come to terms with how much I'm enjoying this for years and I know it's only episode three and I know episode two was only me rambling on about shit underneath my fucking duvet in the morning when I was like this but I've just not been so excited about anything for years and it feels really deeply meaningful and it just feels like I love this process and I've managed to make it easy enough for myself to actually go through with it and now that I've got my little studio if you're watching a video on YouTube I've got sound panels on I hope the quality of the sound isn't horrendous I'm still recording like, it's just silliness. I, I could set up a bigger, fancier thing. But I've got a few lights, little lights on. I've got my little love heart next to me, which reminds me of all the love that there is in the world. I'm such a hippie and I used to fucking hide it. But you know what? It's just how it is. It's the state of the world. 
no matter how much shit goes down, deep down, there is love, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you'll have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Give yourself a big hug. Arms across both of you, opposing shoulders. And a big squeeze, because I'm not there to squeeze you. But that's my hug from me to you. Look after yourself. I will see you or hear you next time. Make sure you go and click on those things and send me questions for the next one. Love you long time. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye.